Welcome back, everybody, to the Talk Shop Season 7, Episode 2. I'm oh, Tom, yeah. joined today by Corey and Sam, rooting for the Bengals for the Super Bowl 2022. I've been watching, uh, Hell yeah. uh, I've been watching football all day. Uh, pretty hyped about the Bengals versus the Rams for the Super Bowl. And uh, I'm I'm a, like the if you watch the Bengals game today they they earned that, uh, and I'm I'm pretty I'm behind them 100 percent going into it here. I did not. I watch. know nothing about football. I don't know who's good and who's not. But the Bengals being in the Super Bowl is kind of like a unicorn, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. I know. When was the last time the Bengals were in the Super Bowl? Uh, to go, have they ever? Have they ever actually been? I don't know. Does anyone know? I know like the most annoying amount about football because I know more than zero, but I still know basically nothing, which means that like it's enough that people who I know who are super into football think that I am too. And they talk to me about it all the time and I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> uh, the Bengals like have been to the baseball. Super Bowl twice. They, they went there in 1982 and 1989. Been a long time. Been a very long Not time. Not since the 80s. That's, yeah, that's been a long, a hot minute. That reminds me, we talked about like the three different kinds of sports fans uh, before on the podcast, um, where it's like you either know nothing and you root for the team because it's your home team, you know your home team and nothing else, or you know literally everything about sports there ever was. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I would consider myself in camp two. Yep. I like for baseball specifically, like I know the Brewers and I don't know anybody else. So when people like, as soon as I say like, oh yeah, so-and-so is doing pretty good this season, a Brewers player, they're just like, well, what about X player from Y team or Z player from <laughs> Q yeah, team? Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't fucking know. Like, what do you want from me? I know. Yeah. I know like the twins and then I know literally like maybe seven people or seven or eight players. And then I know nothing. That's it. That's, yeah, like Mike Trout. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> like, yeah. You know the big boys, the ones that are like dominant, but so sports I, is an interesting thing. I played fantasy football for the first time this year, and it was actually a blast. Like, I would highly encourage it, even if you don't have a huge interest in football. I've done that before, um, surprisingly. It's, it's a blast. It, it, I had a ton of fun with it. So I know the people that were on my fantasy football team very well, and I don't know anybody else. <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah, you're you got some skin in the game, right? Like, oh well, yeah, that's it's... that's what it is. I mean, it makes every game interesting. Historically, I've only cared about the Vikings, and uh, you mean the Vikings? <laughs> <laughs> Better than so the Fudge funny. Packers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I love how angry people get about like the most arbitrary, just, you know, <laughs> like sports. You know what I? You know what I've realized things? in recent like weeks is that. The, the worst thing that anybody can do, and I think this is a universal thing. I don't think there's any exception to this. If you define your entire personality on any one thing, you're probably yep. insufferable. True. That's tr very true. Yep. Like, so I went to a uh, father-daughter ball last night. Uh, it was a great time. Um, and I happened to walk in with two guys, and it was a mask-required event because uh, Duluth, Minnesota has a mask mandate again. Um, which I don't agree mm -hmm. with, for the record. I, I just, I, I've seen this Omicron variant doesn't seem to be severe enough to really justify it. But whatever. All right. Okay. You want us to wear mm -hmm. a mask? 
And these two guys in front of me, like, okay, so to really paint the picture for you, this is an event for fathers and their daughters' ages. You know, a lot of them were like, my daughter's four. There were a lot of 10-year-olds. That's probably the most common age, like the median, you know. They went all the way up to 17. Mm-hmm. Um, the lady taking tickets at the front of this event was probably 80 years old. And there was a line to get in, you know, while you checked in and you had to enter a raffle and everything like this. And these two guys, I hear them talking about how, like, they've set up this entire night with their daughters. And the only thing they want to talk about is how they're not going to wear masks to show the man. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta stick it to him. And like, they're talking. At a father-daughter dance? Yeah. You're really sticking it to him. And they're talking specifically, (laughs) they're talking specifically about this 80-year-old lady while they're doing like, like, watch, this bitch won't do shit. And I'm like. I feel like you probably won't. It's like I feel like you've kind of missed the entire point of this event. First of all, do you think a granny's gonna like challenge you to a fist fight over whether you're gonna wear? Dude, that would be so sick. Even if she got her ass beat, how sick would that be? She was like, like, put him up. The whole point, like for me as a dad, like the whole point of this thing is like I showed up, I picked up my daughter, uh, I, I left the house, I picked up my daughter, I knocked on the door. I brought her a flower. I said, is, is my, you know, my daughter home? Can I please take her out on a date? Cause like the entire thing for me is like, you're trying to model respect and like what they should expect from, from men or women, whatever mm-hmm. they, you know, what they should expect from romance. Well, that's kind of creepy. What they should expect as far as just respect goes across the board. Okay. Sure. Right. You know? Yeah. And, no, and yeah, I would yeah. think that that's, you know, something that every dad would want to instill in their little girl. I don't know. No, you're supposed to just do the old clean the shotgun on the table. Yeah. Trick. And like, <laughs> and like just watching these guys call this, this sweet old lady who's from a church volunteering to run this father daughter dance a bitch because she might ask them to put on a mask was just so gross to me. <laughs> I was like, and their little yeah, girls are sitting uh... right there. Um, and yeah, they were really excited when the old lady didn't make them put on a mask. They were like, Oh, I told you she wouldn't do anything about it. And you know, they <laughs> hear that, Janie. They, Don't yeah. respect any public officials. And they that did the old lady's such thing. a pussy. You know, 99% of the people <laughs> wearing masks, and they did the typical thing where they looked around in judgment. And they're like, Look at these, these sheep. Look at all the sheeple. So, yeah, anyway, you define your entire personality. Like, and, and I've seen people be just as toxic that are pro mask. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's a unit, like, mm-hmm. quit defining yourself on one thing. And I, I've been working on that because I, I fell into that pretty hard during the Trump era. And, uh, yeah. you know, like, seriously, open yourself up. Like, think about things that matter. Like, the Bengals go into the Super Bowl, baby. The Bengals. <laughs> Hell yeah. <brother>. Meow. <laughs> I don't know anything about football. I'm just joining in. What sound do Bengals make? Meow. I don't, I don't want to know the um, answer. I want it to be meow. Bengals meow. Meow. That's going to be That's me. That's going to be my chant at the Super Bowl. Meow. They sing uh, Cleveland Rocks. Look for that. No, <laughs> they're Cincinnati. They're Fuck, Cincinnati, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Bengals literally, they just, they're like cats. I thought they were like big cats. They're tigers, aren't they? No, they're tiny. No, no, no. There's Bengal cats, but there's like Bengal tigers. Yeah, did you look up the... Bengal cat? I just Googled what sound do Bengals make, and all of the pictures are just fucking normal cats. All right. Well, maybe they are house cats. I, to be fair, the first thing I said was, I thought they were big cats. They are. I'm being Google. They're going to the Super Bowl. Me. That's the biggest cat you can be. I mean, are they going to the Super Bowl? Yes, I, they I, are. I literally this yeah, is all yeah, secondhand. It's going to be the Bengals versus the Rams. As of now, this dates the episode a little bit, but the Super Bowl is going to be Bengals versus okay. the Rams. Okay. Apparently, the the noise they make is described as a chuff. <laughs> a chuff. 
They That's also <gasps> roar, but they, they chuff. <laughs> I don't know what that means. All right, moving on. Uh, that's what. That's All the right. sound I picture I make during sex. I, I would call it a chuff. <laughs> a chuff. <laughs> <laughs> you sound All like right. a. You sound like like an as like a ninety year old asthmatic man. Oh, it's got trying, <laughs> trying to swing a bat. <laughs> There's a reason I call sex playing, wheezy, playing tennis. Wheezy. Yeah, yeah. I've gotten really wheezy. There's there's uh, like it's a very it's actually it's like. Every guy has a trick to keep themselves to go a little longer. Mine is I just focus in on my terrible wheeze. You don't think about baseball? You just huh? think about how pathetic and old you're getting. That's yeah, the, it really is the like the terror it's of the time. ultimate technique. Yeah. How, how one day I'm going to die and never open you my eyes again. You try to induce an existential crisis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you seem well, distracted, baby. Oh, I was just thinking about the inevitability of death <laughs> and the great abyss. That I was it. just thinking about how time means nothing. I was thinking about what it means to drift into oblivion in a peaceful slumber. Think about how I'm gonna die one day and, and leave you and our daughter to whatever. This I was just world thinking about left. how how peaceful drowning really is when you think about it. Yeah. You just drift off into the ocean. The current carries you out. That sounds pretty cool. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> one time, legit. This is I don't know. My wife doesn't think about it. Just but one time, she did ask me what I was thinking about, and my honest to god answer, and this is true was um how how like having a heart attack during sex is like my dream way to go but <laughs> but it'd be horrifying because it would scar her for the rest of her life true well, what do you care you're dying yeah, true that's what i'm saying like it'd be the greatest thing in the world for me like like what a legend like he died he died screwed well actually but, like, it's even worse than that because it's like recursive because she would be scarred for life, but she would also feel guilty about the fact that she is so scarred by it because you're the one who died. So there would be, you'd be, you get the double whammy. Yeah. The, on the up plus side, it would probably traumatize her enough that, you know, it'd be a very long time before she slept with another person. Mm, and isn't that the goal? That is True. the goal. Securing your partner far away from anything resembling happiness is... For as long as it possible after truly. you're gone. That is marriage. Truly. That is the game Your of happiness exists within my mortality. And that is... And that's it. We need beyond. Beyond Burning our partners mortality. on the pyre. Figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> or literally. I don't judge. Man. All right. Well... <laughs> that's some topics we just covered. Yeah. Uh, let's hit some real ones that we have written down. All right. Um... Let's, uh, all right, well, I guess we can start off with, like, a, a simple one. This is a gamer one. I'm sorry, anybody who's listening who doesn't like video games, but this is a very pertinent news, very important news. Microsoft. Oh, yeah. Yes, that Microsoft, the same one who made Clippy, bought Activision for $67 billion, with a B, dollars. Activision. Activision Blizzard King, I guess technically, but yeah, they the uh, whole kit and caboodle. That's honestly, that actually sounds like kind of a bargain. Sixty-seven billion, a billion I, for <laughs> Activision Blizzard. I, I that's feel like, like way over market price for that company. They well, I think they're that company's down in the dumps, dude. They they're coming off of like all the sexual harassment shit now. I, and their share prices in the toilet. I think they probably got in at a pretty decent time if they were presumably planning on buying it for a while. 
I like to think they're the ones that leaked the story and amped up the the the, all of the (laughs) allegations. Like there's a genius, like there's a corporate espionage thing going on. He's a sex pervert. (laughs) But uh, the interesting thing in this story, I think the most fascinating thing is Activision approached Microsoft to buy them to be a ah interesting. They uh, in the last year, by the way, they went for their share price went from one hundred three to 57 oh yeah Ooh. and then microsoft bought them and they instantly went to 83 <laughs> buy me daddy yeah yes so, yeah, I'm, so I'm officially like, like and as somebody that just got an xbox i'm officially nervous about the microsoft monopoly um yeah it's getting a little out of control uh we've talked about this extensively it's gonna get to a point where sony just i mean like like i think Corey, you summarized it great in the best way we're going to get to a point where Sony can put out maybe one or two games a year compared to Microsoft putting out, I don't know, 60? Just by existing. Yeah. 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 Just by writing so, checks and do it, not doing any more work. Just So the, <laughs> the interesting thing about this whole, like, uh, if you're thinking in terms of Microsoft versus Sony, is it's really quality versus quantity. Like, uh, Sony is renowned for, like, their first party, second party games are... This is going to be uh, an amazing game. Like I would say, probably I, I don't have the f- stats to back this up, but I'm assuming all of their first second party games have like a markedly higher Metacritic score than anything Microsoft has ever bought, which is first yeah, or second party. True. Uh, so they're they're they like what they have to rely on is their quality over the number of games they can put out. Do you think? But you. Th- you throw Game Pass into the mix and things start getting muddy, though, because it that expands the the pool of developers that are contributing to like a given company or platform significantly. Like Microsoft can pretty much just say, "Hey, we'll give you clout <laughs> if you get on Game Pass and yeah. nothing else." I don't know if um, I I just thought of this. I don't know if I agree with this yet because I haven't thought about it. But do you think Sony kind of did this to themselves? Uh, because like. Microsoft never really cared about exclusives that much. Like, even back to the original Xbox. Like, there were exclusives, yeah. but they were, you know, it was like Halo and Gears of War and, like, what else? Like, not pretty much nothing. Well, they never really that's, cared. That's kind of the interesting thing about Microsoft is their first party, like, actual Microsoft Studios, never really did anything crazy. Like, you think Halo, that's, like, considered a Microsoft product at this point. Yeah. They bought Bungie. They actually stole yeah. them away from like Apple. Mm-hmm. And then Gears of War was obviously epic. And that's a whole thing. They bought that away. They got all the rights to that. And that, that became an Xbox thing. They haven't actually made anything in and of themselves, first or second party, that's been recognizable outside of what they've purchased. So they, they're, Flight they're Simulator. Very, they made that. Oh, well, okay. That's fair. That's fair. Because Microsoft Flight Simulator, if you are really into planes <laughs> and you really enjoy that whole I tried that, that I, whole fantasy. The technology in that game is actually amazing. Like the yeah. Like the mapping out of like the whole world is crazy. But yeah, that's yeah. that's still like a really niche like I even yeah, I like super I can't niche. get that into it. Yeah, I, I really couldn't. I tried. I download it was one of the first things I downloaded off Game Pass. And I played it for five minutes, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And now I'll never play yeah, it Yeah, I, like, booted it up and flew over my house, and then I was like, okay, I think I'm done. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I've seen my house. That's all there is in the world. I True. crashed a plane into a tall building in New York, and I was like, well, that's the full experience. That's the full dream experience right <laughs> it there. It was what well, we were going to we do it on jihad. The, the 10th hour or in the 10th minute, so we might yeah. as well get it out of the way now. That was literally my thought process. I was like, I can pretend that this isn't the only thing I want to do, or I can just do it. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's, that's, get, that's maturing. That's getting older. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. knowing. That's... Uh, uh, like twenty-two-year-old Sam would have done the pretense of playing the oh, game yeah, for 20, like an hour. Twenty-two-year-old Sam would have like yeah. made sure that he got some nice footage of himself like flying over Hawaii and being like, "I've mastered the controls before yeah. I flew the you know plane into the building." Just crashed the seven forty-seven, <laughs> seven fifty-seven. Yeah, into yeah. The, true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyways, like, it, yeah, it seemed like Microsoft never really cared, and I don't know if that's because they just couldn't get their shit together and do it the way that they were trying to do it, and they just kept failing, or if they just were like, "Oh, whatever," you know, we're just. Well, if we're going to talk about like the way the console like, wars, yeah, the the way the console wars have kind of fallen historically, uh, and this has just been my experience as I've you know been part of them. I've been a frontline soldier in the console wars. <laughs> the console wars. What what <clears throat> year did you serve in the console wars? <laughs> so Sony's always been about like the Four single tours. player, like kind of the the JRPG kind of experience. Uh, you know, definitely yep. that kind of like single player, uh, story driven kind of thing. And Microsoft, they they uh, made their nut with the multiplayer. Like they really were forward thinking with like uh, Halo Xbox, and Xbox multiplayer Live. and Xbox yeah. Live and all that stuff. And yeah. it's interesting because the two strategies have been really uh, recursive in that way. In the fact that Sony has continued to double down and get better and better and better at these single player experiences. Whereas Microsoft has been forward thinking and like, well, what's going to be next? And now we see that with Game Pass. You know, Game yeah. Pass is a well, revelation. It, it's, it seems like throughout like the whole PS4 generation, Sony was like kind of successful in framing the console war as being about who has the better exclusives. Yeah. And then Microsoft is like, okay, fuck it. And then they just spend like $200 billion or something <laughs> just buying literally They're everyone. They're just like, oh, well, well, now we own everything. Uh, your move, Sony. Well, yeah. I think that what we're seeing is, I mean, Sony did kind of do this themselves because at the tail end of the last generation, there was this big push from Microsoft to do like cross-platform and start yeah. sharing exclusives. And Sony was very, very much like, no, not a chance. Um, we're not going to do that. We're going to keep our exclusives. And it almost seemed like Microsoft was like, we tried. <laughs> you sure <laughs> so about they, that? Yeah. yeah. And now yeah. they're just going to so buy everything. I, there's we something that illustrates. refuse illustrates the issue perfectly i think so microsoft has um what is it called something delivery direct delivery oh yeah yep. Do you know what i'm talking about yep where you buy a game say whatever whatever microsoft console you played on pc xbox or you know like series s or whatever you will play the game no problem it'll just run sony like just today, for example, I was gonna play. Um, it takes two with uh, my wife. Oh yeah, because I was really like, cool. this looks like uh, it would be a really fun kind of like date thing. We'll just you know chip away at it. We'll have some fun. I download the PS5 version. There's two versions available. The PS5 version, you cannot use a DualShock Four as <laughs> a controller. Okay. And that's, that's pretty just bad, like actually. it's and and they've been fucking it up the entire. And not even like you can use it, but you know you're you're obviously missing out on the features of the new like yeah whatever. like yeah. the dual you sense just can't. like you don't have the vibrating triggers you just can't do it. That's and crazy. The, and 
it's it's not just that it's like everything like there's all there's no cohesiveness to the transition between ps4 and ps5 it's like on a per company basis some companies will charge you like ten dollars for an upgrade from the ps4 version to the ps5 version yeah or some companies will give it away for free there's it's not like an official sony stance on anything they're just like they leave it up to that and it feels weird xbox is like you have this game you can play it wherever you want it doesn't matter yeah it feels weird having the delineation in your library where it says like this is a ps4 game this is a ps5 yeah whereas like if you're on an xbox it's just like oh you just have all these games this is the game you play it it doesn't matter like if you can't like get things straightened out on that level there's gonna be it's like it's not a huge problem because you can work around it and it's fine, but it just casts that much doubt into it. Like where Sony, it d- does Sony really know what they're doing or who they're competing with at this point, or is this you know? What's just cool? What's nonsense. cool about having this conversation right now too is February is a big month for Sony. Yeah, um, yeah, because they're going to launch Horizon, which is definitely one of their new pillar IPs and exclusives. And but again, it's tied to the PS4. It man. is tied to like the... And all I, that, that was such a huge like, mistake. But at the same time, I get why, because they haven't had the... Uh, 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 the PS5 still doesn't have the availability across, uh, the, across the planet to justify yeah. having an exclusive. And I think that that's ultimately going to be what wins it for Microsoft, is that they haven't really produced anything next-gen either, but they haven't had to because... They let you play anything you want for one low price. <clears throat> but with Horizon and then, of course, uh, Elden Ring, which isn't really an exclusive, but that is more um, Sony's kind of thing. Uh, yeah. S- and I suspect, I mean, I'd love to see a breakdown. In my head, I think I still subscribe to like everybody playing Xbox is like playing like NBA Jam. <laughs> and everybody playing <laughs> yeah, Sony yeah, yeah. is like playing Elden Ring. <laughs> um but that is the kind of software that would push people to go and explore a next-gen opportunity if they haven't already. Mm-hmm. Now, I will just say the other thing Microsoft has is that I can go to Walmart right now and I could buy another uh, S series. They're there almost every day. Um, and I think the only reason people don't buy them is they don't understand how good that they actually are. Um, right. They see it as like, I don't know, a cheaper version of what could be better. And that hasn't well, been right. my experience yeah, like, at all. It's like a... It's like a it's the curse of releasing two things at once. Like the Series S, if we're looking at straight specs, is a, a, a superb deal. It's yep. very, it's uh, very, the uh, value well, very is, good deal. Yeah, it's actually insane. Like that For $300, is three hundred dollars. Yeah, it's crazy. I think tons of people are sleeping on it because they want the best of the best, right? Like they yeah. want the true, what they perceive as the true next gen. But the Series S is like what the Xbox One should have been. Yep. And, uh, you know, like it, it plays the same games. Granted, it's not 4K resolution, but like if you're not playing on a 4K TV, it's not going to matter anyway. Like it's got a ton of compute power. It's like a very strong hardware uh, like proposition, I guess. Yeah, it's like 80 or 85% or something as good as a Series X for like. 60% the cost or you know whatever is yeah the value yeah. is really good yeah if you're out there and you've been sleeping on it but you've been curious do yourself a favor and just go pick it up honestly you're not missing anything uh not having a ps5 right now i unironically you know how close I, and i still think i'm 
You know how sometimes decisions in your mind, you already know that the decision yeah. is made. You just I haven't exactly executed yet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the decision has already been made that I'm going to buy one. And do you want to know why <laughs> I'm going to buy one? What why? it's for? Just so I can play Skate 3. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm going to buy it. For it, sure. it is going to happen. I will buy a Series S just so I can play Skate 3. See, if I hadn't gotten one, if, I had, if my wife had not bought me one for Christmas, I might have held off um, until the new uh, <clears throat> Elder Scrolls came out, but I guarantee you that that would have been the breaking point. Yeah, sure. Like, when, when uh, whatever comes next, Skyrim sequel, I mean, I wouldn't have been able to say no to it. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I mean, Tony's in... Tony? <laughs> Tony. Tony's in a tough spot. Sony's in a tough spot, mm. is what I was saying. Tony, too. You uh, can't afford either. You know, the, the Tony PS5. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's the one you get from the dollar store that the grandma gets for the kid. You know, They're there's so all excited. these rumors for like what Spartacus is going to be, and they they have to do they have to do something that cuts very deep and tickles that part of the brain for like people who have been gaming for. Well, a long Well, you know time. what's funny about that is not really. I mean, because like the the PS5 is still outselling uh, the Xbox pretty significantly. I think mm -hmm. uh, the last I yeah. checked, um, which is very odd. But that's and what's like, going on. I mean, to be fair, like Sony, on average, for like the past long time, their software, like their game sales, are far past Microsoft's. And then Game Pass, I don't really consider that a sale. You know, you're like you're not selling the game; you're selling the service. Yeah. And like that alternates and everything, so it it kind of throws everything out of whack. But Sony is consistently outselling. Xbox in almost every capacity. Sony got lucky and became the meme, right? Everybody wanted a PS5, like it's the joke everywhere. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's helping them out a lot right now. I really think, and I think this is the conclusion that we always come down to, we're not going to know for about three years, actually, how this console generation is going to shape up. Yeah, you don't really know till the end of it, right? Yeah. Like, PS3, you know, was... Like, 360 definitely was the dominant one of that generation as far as, like, uh, mind share. Like, most people had 360s and were playing. Yeah, like, yeah well, I remember when the PS3 Halo came out, the huge complaint was how expensive it was. Yeah, because it was super, it was like 600 bucks yeah. for that thing. Yeah. And a, uh, the Xbox was 400. Yeah. And it was like, not even, yeah. But then you think about, like, the Wii. Which was the sleeper hit. Yeah. Like they sold a trillion that, of those. That was crazy. That thing actually. was on a completely different plane from those two, but nobody ever talked about it because it didn't have like the next gen graphics and like the the hot new exclusives. But they had all you know what? All they needed was Wii Sports and that yep. was it. That was True. that's what I was gonna say. Wii bowling and Wii tennis. And yep. uh, it was in every hospital, every nursing home, every family of four. Yeah, everybody had that. Yeah, so it's like it's very hard to predict these things and how they're going to shake out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Microsoft uh, buying Activision, uh, just to bring it kind of all back, is like. Yeah, I'll, I, I'm wondering if they're going to launch a console World of Warcraft. Um, I think that would yeah. be huge. I really do. Yeah, it would. If anybody can kind of like re resurrect World of Warcraft, not like maybe to the like the 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 height of World of Warcraft, but like 
at least bring it back to where somewhat close to where it leveled off i think microsoft has a good position to do that um like world of warcraft on game pass just think of that well that's what i'm saying make it free to play make it free to play and then add the uh um yeah yeah i mean you know you can buy like if you have if you have a live subscription you get wow yeah and that's you immediately have everybody who's played wow and granted, that's a smaller number than it ever used to be. Yeah, but, but you, like you, you could have those the people. expansions, right? You the expansions aren't free. Yeah. Yep. Or even cosmetics, people. Oh, should, cosmetics. Like, yeah, that's trip like, over uh, themselves to buy hats and shit. Yeah. Like, uh, this is um, probably a good transition to one of my topics that I put, which is the Game Pass stopgap. Which right. is, I think, I've finally. I've been on Game Pass for like a year, and I think I finally have realized its its real purpose or its full value, okay? Because right. what kept happening to me was I would buy a game, and then three months later, I'd buy a game new, full price, and three months later, it would go on Game Pass, and I'd be like, fuck! Well... You can't. That's gonna happen. If there's a game you want to play and you're gonna buy it, you have no, you know, you know, you have no idea ahead of time if it's gonna wind up on Game Pass or not. You just have to eat it and be sad. Okay. Yep. But yep. The uh, the real value of Game Pass, I've I've been enlightened. It's when you're waiting for a game to come out that you want to play, and you don't want to play any of your current games. That's when you hit up Game Pass and you're yep. like, all right, what's on Game Pass? Yep, that's when and I'm at like, my most dangerous for spending money. Like that's not yeah. a joke. Uh-huh. Like uh like when there's a game that's coming out like say in a week even. Like that's when I'm on on every PlayStation Network store whatever just buying any stupid thing for 15 bucks cuz it's Yeah. Like, and yeah. then it's like all of this all of these games that you saw come out 3 4 5 months ago that you were like, "Oh, I wonder what that's like." And then you forgot about it totally. Now yep. it's on Game Pass. Yep. You just chill. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, I finally started playing Hitman the, Three. The long con, yeah. Well, you played Hitman Three at my house. I did, but I never bought That's it. True. That's true. That's true. But now it's just on Game Pass. I'm just. Chilling. I like Game Pass a lot. Game Pass has already saved me a bunch of money. Uh, it will only continue to do so until they up the price, yeah. which I think is probably inevitable. Oh, it is, but it's probably a couple years off. They're not winning the console war yet. That's when we gotta no. get scared. Yeah, when it's like true dominance, yeah. then they'll up it, right? Yeah. Yeah, but like the thing about the Activision, like the positive spin that you hear from everybody is that, oh, all these long dead franchises that you've missed for so long are going to come back. We don't have any evidence of that, but yeah. at least the prospect is better now than it was <laughs> because Activision's thing was, okay. We're going to acquire this promising studio. They release a game or two, and then they fold them into a support studio for Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> like Raven Software <clears throat> and like uh, High Moon and all that stuff. They all just serve the Call of Duty. They like answer to that whip. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's like true. Um, but like they have like the pedigree. Like Raven and all that stuff. They made like Jedi Knight and like all those excellent games. And then there was like a long, 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 long time ago, uh, like 2013 or even before that, uh, do you know who... What the fuck is that guy's name? The Jimquisition. What's that guy's name? Uh, Jim Sterling. Jim Sterling, yeah. He did a something on uh, one of my favorite games of all time, 
which is uh um not metal slug what the hell is it called that's a game metal slug is a game but it's not the one i'm referring to. okay okay uh something glitch in the system it's like uh god damn it what do I, I can't don't know why i can't remember this game Metal Arms, that's what it is. Metal oh, Arms glitch in the system. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I know the game. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. That's a Sierra game, I think. Or it might be Vivendi. They were bought out by Activision. That was just like kaput. They don't they like they they didn't produce anything since like the Activision acquired them. Mm-hmm. That's like of any note. But that game was so good. And the hope is that with Microsoft at the helm, they'll dig back into these the backlog of like the stuff that people actually want and make it and that's what everybody's hyped about but there's like no there's no guarantee whatsoever that that's going to happen so i get that's like almost almost a silver lining to the acquisition is that these things that we've appreciated in the past will get brought back to try to entice people to come to game pass or the uh just the the the, the microsoft ecosystem Mm-hmm. But there's no promise of that actually happening. But that's what uh, people assume. Um, I'd be super happy to see that come back specifically because I I loved that game so much, and I think the multiplayer is so underrated to that game it's ridiculous. Um, but again, it's just like Microsoft can throw their money around. They they have tons of weight. They have the entire like my it's microsoft yeah yeah true they have unlimited money <laughs> they have whatever sony has times 10 like probably more like it's yeah yeah they it's they can just do whatever they want we, this could only be the beginning unironically yeah it could be and the, like that's the frightening thing like you think about people who have the weight to make these kind of acquisitions it's like microsoft and like 10 cent which is Chinese. Like if chi- if if Tencent rolls in and like starts saying like, "Hey, we can buy Sony." Oh God, there's. I I'm gonna have to get rid of my PS5. That's just the end. Like end of story. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna participate in Tencent's domination of all these little Japanese studios and everything that they're taking over slowly but surely. Dude, can you imagine living to see the day that Sony gets acquired? Oh my god. Or at least, I mean, Sony as a company is probably too big, but maybe like the gaming division or something? I don't know. Yeah, like PlayStation, or whatever. Yeah, it's wild, man. That was the the big topic from the past three weeks, I guess. Uh, Let's see what else we got. Let's change the Oh yeah, I have a a lighthearted one. This should be a quick one. Alright. I was talking to some people about... You know, the meme of, like, uh, how it's, like, a, a measure of your character on whether or not you bring the cart back to the, the cart place after you're done shopping. Yeah. Um, That's how you know if a society is functioning properly. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about other things. And I was thinking about, like, you know, it's similar to, like, people, like, at a movie theater or something just throwing their shit on the ground. Like, oh, it's someone else's job to clean it up. And so mm-hmm. I was thinking about times when it is actually someone else's job to clean it up so for example like at a restaurant you just leave your dishes behind you know they they have dishwashers right 
how much of a discount would have to be offered to you where you would you it would be worth it to you that you have to clean all of your own dishes after your meal Hmm. Uh, I have so many questions about this. Is there a yeah. line to the dishwasher? Uh, no, you can just go and do it. So, like, instantly, I just wash them. Like, I'm never waiting. I mean, the, I mean, like, realistically, there might be one or two people, but it's not like it doesn't take forever to clean dishes. You is know, it the typical, like, well, it depends on the, the discount. It's the a typical, chicken egg thing, right? Well, I mean, well, well, is it a typical restaurant cleaning thing where they have the super powerful sprayer and the yes. little box dishwasher? Uh-huh. Yeah, you're just going to the back of the restaurant. Yeah. Oh yeah, twenty five percent. And you also have to clean the the cookware that was used to make your meal. Oh, ooh, ooh, mm, that's a little bit more. Uh, well, if, I was, cook- if I was well, cleaning okay, the cookware, okay, so that depends a yeah. lot because, like, if you have like a char broiler, yeah, there's hundreds of burgers flying. Yeah, sure. That a day. Yeah, I mean, like, where, yeah. where applicable? Yeah, I mean, if it's like if it's like a griddle, like they're using that all day. But like, if they, I don't know, if 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 there was like a pot or a pan or or you know some tongs or you know something that has to get cleaned that was used for you specifically that has to get washed. Forty huh. percent. Yeah, I think yeah. it would have to be like half off for me. Even then, I don't it, know if like I care at that much. Cost, I think, for the the business. I think if they expect me to do like do the work of people that enables the dishes to be made in the first place, it would have to be like. Yeah, and you're replacing dishwashers, by the way. So you're also like putting your dishes away and everything. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, I don't just sure. get to like just put it in the, the thing and walk away. So now that now there's a time thing there too, because I'm sitting there waiting for this thing to run through. And time for me is more important than even the money. That's why I was asking about like, do I go and I wait in line with everybody else that ate around the same time I did? Like, is this turning an already two hour event into a four hour thing? Because then I'm just not going to a restaurant. <laughs> True. Yeah, I, I think I'm lazy as fuck. It would have to be like half off. Now, and, here's even my, then, and even then, half the time, I probably still wouldn't even take it. Now, here's what I would definitely do. And this is not good for the environment. But I would take a discount to have all disposable stuff brought out. And just throw it all away so nobody has to wash anything. I would do that. Yeah. You know I'd have our paper plate. I don't yeah, give a shit. Yeah, that's what I'm like, saying. The plate doesn't matter. That's, what I, that's exactly what I like. Okay, one of those little, I actually like, have... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say like one of those little takeaway like the styrofoam boxes. Yeah, and, like plastic fork. And I knife, have like- a hot take. I think certain foods taste better. I-, I think for one, I think food can taste better or worse depending on the kind of uh, dish or container or plate or whatever you're eating it out of and what kind of utensils you have. So, for example, mm. I think Chinese food is better. If you're eating it out of like a shitty cheap container with a plastic fork, I think it makes it taste better. <laughs> I don't know why. I just think it does. I see where you're coming from. Like I, or if you were if you were at a steakhouse, perception thing. If you were at a steakhouse and you ordered like an eighty dollar ribeye and you got like a plastic fork and knife and a paper plate, it would make the steak taste worse. It just would. that I think is true. Like, if I went to, like, some fancy steakhouse and they slapped it in, like, a styrofoam container <laughs> and were like, eat this, you pig, <laughs> then it doesn't matter how, what kind of cut of beef it is at that point. I'd be like, yeah. okay. I mean, obviously, something... it doesn't make the steak worse, but it makes no. it makes you perceive it as tasting worse. Yeah. So that, like, that brings up, like, what are you actually paying for at that point? Sure. Yeah. It's more the experience than it is the actual food. And like the presentation, because you look at like, 
you watch like like five star restaurant like like videos or documentaries or shows yeah. or whatever where they're preparing all these things and it's it's more in how they display it to you like with the drizzle or like there's like fancy restaurants where they do the pasta where they just spin it on a fork and then yeah. plop it in the middle of the plate and it's like a little stack and it's like there's a reason they do that yeah it's not like you know they're they're trying to make money too there's a reason they spend all the money making their dining rooms look super fancy and like having super nice everything yeah like heavy forks, heavy knives. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, there is something to that, for sure. It's weird. It's one of those weird, like, uh, it's not something you think about all the time, but it's definitely true. But, like, for Chinese food, they, like, it doesn't matter. They could throw that in, like, a, just a paper bag. I, I, yeah, <laughs> like, I think... There you go. So, like, for Golden Inn, as an example, I think the takeout tastes better. I don't know what it is. Like the having like a cheap styrofoam box with a plastic fork is just I don't know why. It's just better than eating it off of a real plate with a fork or like with a real fork. Well, you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to wait. That's true. Not like not in the same way. Like you're not seated at a table and then waiting. It's like it's delivered right to you. The one I'll stand by is that Golden Inn is the best Chinese restaurant I've ever had. Drinks taste better depending on what you drink them out of or worse. Yeah, that's 100% true. That's true. Yeah, there's some that stuff that just true. tastes terrible coming out of a styrofoam cup. Hot chocolate like tastes can... great out of a styrofoam cup, for example. Uh, or do you think light that's beer why... out of a can feels cheap, but you pour it into a glass and all of a sudden it's like, this is on True, yep. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, um, there, uh, there's a reason why like all the different cocktails are served traditionally in like 20 different kinds of glasses. You know, if you get like an old-fashioned or... Uh, uh, like a Long Island or a gin and tonic, or like a martini. These are, yeah, yeah, these are all different glasses. Yeah, it's interesting. Something to think about. Something to mull over. All right, I got another quick one. All right, are either of you familiar with the Stand, the Stephen King novel? Yes. Yes. I am familiar. I have never read it. Okay, I don't want to. Okay, CBS did a miniseries two years ago in 2020. It's like an eight or ten episode miniseries about The Stand. Is it The Stand? The Like, is it the story of The Stand? Or yes, like it is The, the story stand. of the making of The Stand. No, it is The Stand. I heard stand. it was really bad. Okay. I have seen one episode, okay? So I can only say a little bit, but I will say this. It had perhaps the worst pacing of anything <laughs> i've ever watched ever and that's not a joke okay what do you okay right. what do either of you know about the stand if anything just super rough summary if anything and i've i've listened to it on audiobook i know okay so you know i literally know like there's a sickness and then it turns into like this battle between good and evil and that's those are the only points i know okay so there's a flu that kills like 99.99% of people. That's that's and that's not even the point of the book. Like the, the the that's like the first that's like the first fifth of the book or something. This is how it goes on the TV show, okay? Season 1 or uh, not it's a mini series. Uh episode 1, they introduce one character who's like the awkward kid getting bullied by some teenagers, okay? All right. He goes home. His mom and his sister are both sick. They're, <laughs> they're in bed. Then they cut, they introduce a new character. This guy is immune to the sickness that is apparently now like spreading like wildfire. Okay. He's like quarantined at some government facility and he's talking to a doctor. 
The doctor, by the way, is the reverend for Midnight Mass. <laughs> okay, and then they cut back to the kid again in the first scene. This is the third scene, okay? They cut back to the first kid wandering through his hometown, dead bodies everywhere. <laughs> That's the pacing. Everybody's already dead. It <laughs> no was build up. It was unbelievable. Like, this is how it is now. <laughs> All right. It was so bad, dude. And every, when I say dead, I mean like long dead. Like these people are like decomposing. And he's like walking through the streets like, oh, is anyone there? Like it was so bad. Oh my God. <sighs> oh, jeez. Thanks, CBS. Yeah, thank you so much. I know much. something that has worse pacing. What? What's that? What's that? And now it's time for episode two of Shite House. Yeah. Oh my God. Bringing us back. Uh, <laughs> do we have a Shite House theme song? No. no, we do not. But be a uh, toilet sound. I'll put a toilet sound. I'll record like a comical, like like drum train wreck. Yeah. There we go. That'll be the. We'll intro. have a toilet, and that it, the toilet song will play over the. Uh, the <laughs> I'm going It'll to say good. this right away. Um, this show is going to become unwatchable if it continues to just retread the same little bit of information. Dude, the same, yep. the same yeah. small little new. bit of substance that they had. I had to, to make sure with. I wasn't watching the first episode again, because I, I couldn't remember. And they were talking, it was the same. It was, it was literally, I watched the same thing again. Yeah. Except, <laughs> you know what the frustrating, the, the thing I noticed this time, and we're, again, we're only two episodes in, so. How many episodes are there? But there's probably eight or ten, if I'm, like, as far as Netflix goes, but. They bring up the the lower third, you know, like the name and who the person is for every character yeah. throughout the entire episode every time. And I need it. I'm be I was I was going to bring that up too, and I think you're going to say that it's annoying. I was I have it in my notes because I forget who they are in the time between when they talk. I really do. And I need I need the name to remember which one is which? Like the dragon, whatever her whatever her name is. Well, how could you forget the dragon? But the dragon is like, the only. One. I remember her, uh, her and Chase. Those are the she only looks two like people. Every other I girl fucking on the show. Chase. Little, <laughs> little hut. Oh my! I hope that guy gets fucking run over by his own G wagon. <laughs> but yeah, this episode literally starts with them another party where one of them wasn't invited. Yeah, yeah that, and that was yeah. when I and I was sitting here and I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> I was like. This is exactly what happened in the in the last one. We're just doing it again, except now it's at the other house. Yeah. Yep. There's like the stakes they hype up so much are so minimal. Also, huge complaint with this: the use of the word "canceled" <laughs> oh, over yeah. and yeah. over and over again. I hope I don't get canceled for. What they say, what they mean when they say the word canceled is bad press. Yep. Like, a actually being canceled is you are not allowed to make a livelihood anymore. Your life is over. And, like, when they say they get canceled or, like, they say, oh, I've been canceled before. I know what it's like. It's like, no, <laughs> you had one week of bad press and then it all went away. That's not being canceled. There's I lost like 900 followers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Like, it's like, it's not. It's not the same thing. And then like, the episode if, ends and literally, like, yeah, it goes with that canceling thing because the, the, is it Dragon invited a guy out yeah. even though he had COVID? 
and then yeah. the episode just ends. Yep. And it's like I was sitting there and I was just like, "What did I just? I don't even know how to. I I cannot describe watching this show except that you shouldn't do it. It literally yes. is just white noise. Like it, it's you you go numb, like you're freezing to death when you watch it, <laughs> and uh, like you eventually it's, it's sort of like uh, The Shining, like uh. I'll work and I'll play mixed jack a doll boy. <laughs> yeah. Except yeah. it's just, I hate this. I hate this. I well, hate then this. There was, I hate this. Another thing I remember is the, the, the extreme guy, the guy who does the crazy videos. Are you going to talk about his little, his gyro spinny thing? Yeah. I was going to oh say, Oh my God. They all hype so it up. Like it's, lame. it's like literal torture. Yeah. Like you cannot comprehend this. They had that at our local, like entertainment place. Yeah. And you just did it. No, I you, did it. Do you want to know a fun fact? Actually, a fun fact about that. Very sure. relevant. I think I know life. what you're going to say, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I used to, do the, all the local youth groups used to have like all nighters. They were super fun. Lock ins. Yeah. 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 Lock ins. Yeah. Well, we would, there was one, uh, the local church that would, you would be out all night. You would go and do all kinds of fun stuff. And uh, we had one where the stop at midnight was at the encounter. Or not the encounter. It's it was Bonanza at the time. Now it's uh, Adventure Zone. Yeah, Adventure Zone. Yep, yep. And it had one of those things, and I got in all hyped up on Mountain Dew as one was, and I told of the course. kid, as is I your God given right. I told the kid I was like, spin this as hard as you possibly can, like just really let it rip, and they did, and they spun it so hard that the blood vessels in both of my eyes exploded. Um, and oh it really God. hurt. No, it really hurt. I like, remember it did you really the story not on the podcast. Dude. And oh my, uh, my eyes, like, there's pictures. My eyes filled with blood. Like, my eyes were red like a vampire. Like, because all the blood vessels burst for, like, a pretty good long time. Um, until they healed back up. And, and then uh, you sued them for $8 million. No, we didn't. <laughs> so, I, I don't know what all happened. My dad did take me back there. And I think he just showed like them my eyes and was like, you can't be doing this. And then the machine was gone. I'm not kidding. So if that was your favorite thing, <laughs> at Adventure Zone, it's gone because somebody nearly like exploded my head. That's so funny, actually. <laughs> but like even that, like they approach it like it's a torture machine. They do. Though, the they show, do, though. Where they're they like, don't go this, fast this is all. between life like and death. Like it's fear You're factor. Good. Yeah. And then they, <laughs> I don't know if it's the cutting or the actual thing, but like they spin the guy like once and he's like, yep. I want out. Yep, and it's like, are you kidding me? You're supposed to be the extreme guy who's like crazy and stuff. And then, can you imagine they, like they like the, cut away yeah. to his like interview part, and he's like, "I'm losing followers. That means I'm doing something wrong." It's like, yeah. okay, first of all, you're boring as shit, but also it could be that nobody you're losing relevance. No one cares about you anymore. Can you imagine like and whether or not you can pay rent in your multi-million dollar mansion <laughs> is like depending on the kind of like the entertainment of the videos that you can make and then you, you get in the spinny thing for one second and you're like oh, i want to get off <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's too scary it spins real fast oh my god that was that so like there's like the meme like that the boomers all have where you guys couldn't survive normandy <laughs> like you know yeah, yeah, yeah. people from yeah. i will i won't lie that was unironically my first thought was like oh boy there better never be a war <laughs> they they really did they spun that guy just a little bit and he was like nope i need out and he didn't want to get in it in the first place like i don't know yeah it's uh pretty pathetic that whole show is just pathetic uh god i hate all I of these people so i'm trying fucking to think much. what else happens oh is this 
I genuinely don't know if this was the first episode of this one. Um, do the, do the couple have the fight? Oh, there was a fight. It that wasn't was really a couple, lame. but it, it there's a moment where the I don't remember her name. She's in a couple, I think, and she's arguing with a guy at the table, and she literally sounds like a clinically insane person. Yes, yeah, uh huh. And she's yeah, like, I think that's what I'm thinking of. She's talking about like logic and emotion in the side interview oh, thing. Oh, that's yep. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah she's yeah, like, yeah. he outlogic me. He's like, no, he gaslit you to shit, and then you just believed it, and you were okay with it. <laughs> You're like, it's so painful. It's so painful to watch these people be so stupid. Yep. So don't watch this show. If you have to take anything away from this, just do not watch it. I'm I'm seriously wondering at this point if there's going to be like a character arc. Like I wonder if uh, Little Huddy and the other one. Oh, there was another thing in this one that just a, another little odd moment, where the main guy, like the main dude, he's like, um, I don't understand why Little Huddy won't talk to me. Yeah. And the girl's like, Well, you're a big guy. You're a really scary, intimidating. Oh yeah, guy. yeah you're yeah, intimidating. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> like the dude. No, he's not. He's like the most average looking yeah, guy I was like, ever. I don't think he's even ever done a push up. Like, what are you talking about? He's he doesn't weigh eighty pounds like a lot of the people on the show do, but he's not like Yeah, he's not like this jacked monster. Yeah, that they really like, like played up like he was at. some sort of like beast. And it very much confused me. Yep. Well, that that should be the tagline to this show. Very like much if confused. They, if me, they had yeah. a, like a DVD release, it the number one quote on the front of the the DVD case should be it very much confused. Me. Well, I think it just it, so the reason I even bring it up, I think it points to the overall delusion that these people are in, where like their perception is the reality that they're in. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I will say though, I am on the team of the guy who actually owns the house. If like he's paying rent for the other dude and all he has to do is like drink bang on TikTok and he's not doing it, I would be pretty pissed. That is unbelievable. Yeah, I well, would actually a, be yeah. pretty mad. Okay, <laughs> I, I don't feel bad for him because how hard is it to just say, hey, fucko, record your fucking TikToks yeah. or you're out. Yeah, why are yeah. they still paying like, for you house? Even why are you even sustaining this why guy? Are you, just why cut him off. Why yeah. are you bitching to every single person in this house except that person about this problem? Yeah. Yeah. They're all like major pussies and have like no stomach for confrontation or like addressing any issue whatsoever. And it's, it's so painful to watch. It's like, if you just talk to the people that are around you, literally every air quotes conflict in the show would be resolved in like five seconds. But still, I just, I mean, I can't imagine like living in a multi-million dollar house in LA and being like, (laughs) um, I won't drink a bang. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you don't even have to like be clever about it. You just I have won't to drink yourself. a bang with my shirt off and dance a little. Yeah. The Fuck other you. thing, the other, the the last note I have about this one was it was like I don't even know that I have the like this is something that I'd love to hear Corey uh, say in his very eloquent way. I just I don't have the way to describe the fact that one of the first scenes is like they're having a party and they're playing Truth or Dare. And at some point, they're like, oh, put on Twitter that you pooped yourself. Yeah. Yep. And they oh, do. Yeah. Everybody's going like, <laughs> And then because they have the D'Amelio, is that D'Amelia, D'Amelio, whatever. I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the very famous yes. one. Yeah. And yep. she retweets it. And like almost instantly, like 500,000 people have seen this. I pooped myself tweet. Yeah. 
And I just, like, I don't have the ability to explain how I feel about that, except that I'm pretty sure it's, like, the last seal on the scroll in Revelation that's going to bring about the end of the world. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure I'm seeing the destruction of humanity and the fact that that's the information that we're putting out and that it's being consumed that quickly with that much, like, with the stakes that it has. Yeah. Um, Who are these people? Like, these are literally just kids. These are literally yeah. just kids, and they own the economy. And uh, they don't here, even... Yep. <laughs> Here's... Okay, I was thinking about this. I... Okay... I used to work, you know the you know the restaurants I used to work at. Yes, their clientele is overwhelmingly very old people, like seniors. Yes, yep. And I it's was like a diner. Yeah, I always used to wonder when I worked there, like how does it work? Like, do people as they get older, do they just does this restaurant start to appeal to them, and then they start coming here, or are all the old people going to die, and then nobody's going to come here anymore, and it's going to go out of business? I think it's the same thing with the fans of these people that like make them all of their money. Are how does it work? Do like all of their fans are teenagers, are children and teenagers, obviously. When they when those people grow up, obviously they're not going to like those people anymore, and they're going to find other stuff to you know what are other people on Twitter or you know what they're going to find other things to watch. Yep. yep. Is there, does like the new younger generation people replace them or are these people going to be like out on the street and the, they unironically are in like the 15 minutes of fame and they're going to have nothing when they're 30? I think that we're going to see uh, the powerful ones like the, the dude that owns this house. They're going to evolve and become the new Weinsteins. Um, they're going to yeah. be the creepy older dudes. They're going to continue to expand their mansions and continue to bring in young talent. Uh, suck them dry for, you know, the year that they can do that because these people... The number one thing. Yeah, this is, is like the new Disney ch- kid yeah. stars. Yeah, they're entirely replaceable. Th- these people have nothing resembling any kind of actual substance to them. Um, case in point, the little spinny gyroscope thing. Like that's yeah. You go to a carnival and you do that. It's not content. It's it's not. Well, it's like the most sterile yep. thing possible. And I, I was thinking of this the whole time, and I even mentioned it. Like Shay and I watched it, and. I was like, do you remember when, like, the younger generation or young kids had, like, edge of any kind? Yeah. Like, in this show, there's no edge. It's the most, like, the things they consider, like, crazy or extreme are, like, the most tame things ever. Yeah. Which so like, I'm going well to let this Disney scorpion comparison. sting my ball sack. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, this I, is jackass. Somebody, yeah, know, I was like, going to say, somebody mentioned jackass last time, and it's like, yeah, it's actually, like, when I said fear factor, too. It's like the the things that were crazy on TV when we were kids is actually like not even close. Yeah. And it kind of like there's an interesting conversation to be had that it seems to be stemming from that fear of being canceled. It seems yeah. like they keep themselves as neutral and as bland as possible to make sure that they don't lose their audience. And the, I just don't understand where like. But their audience. When, it, when you're young, you want the edge, like even yeah. if it's like cringy by today's standards, but like you. You want something that's like pushing the some sort of boundary. This is like not that, no. not even close. And I don't understand how. You well, have... they don't do anything. Yeah, they like don't. There, there are no boundaries to be pushed. Like yeah, I did, I did have that thought very specifically while I was watching them have their very lame, lame ass party in that multi billion dollar, million dollar house. Yeah, I was like, man, fame is wasted on these kids. <laughs> like, give me the good old days of like Motley Crue. 
like be yeah. destroying that house like be Snorting enjoying piss the, off yeah. the poolside and like, like what, masturbating <laughs> what into are they cars doing and, yeah. i was like this is like a church camp <laughs> well and the thing is if that's your thing like if modern day motley crew wouldn't get canceled for doing that like people there would there would be people who would be upset about them and mad and whatever but like you can only get canceled if your fan base consists of people who care about canceling people and that's like right yeah i don't know yeah unless you do something really bad obviously you know like illegal or you know but like the the super the super lame melodrama canceling like can only happen if you if your fan base consists of those people to begin with yeah, who are like ready to hit the button at any second. Yeah, I really, I really want an episode where a person's numbers fall too low and they get kicked out of the house. I want to see how that gets handled. The, the conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah I want to yeah. see that. I want to see like, that. They're so like, oh, bad. so yeah, your followers drop below four million. Yep. Uh, you're at three million nine hundred thousand. So we're gonna have to, you know, maybe you'll find another place in L.A. to live. Murder. I don't know. This show is. Once what's, again. Super, what's super, super, super interesting is there's no reason for them to live in L.A. Like, this no, is just... So, this yeah, is totally like the 30... That's the purpose of the a, internet. <laughs> this <laughs> is the 30-year-old, like, like financially conscious person in me. <laughs> but I'm like, buy that mansion for a tenth of the price in Ohio and keep producing the content. No kidding. Like... like you think of real estate prices, you can move to fucking Tennessee. Yeah. There's, like, no property tax. Like, it's so cheap. To buy like a really nice house, and they're just like, "Oh, I'm gonna spend quintuple what the average going rate yeah, for you this can, house." You is. can drink bang anywhere, anywhere. Yeah. And that's the, uh, the let me assure you, it. anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you name uh, it, I'll drink a bang in there. All right, so yeah, that's episode two. Uh, there, if if we're not like revealing a lot of new information, it's because honest to god, it felt like because we didn't get any. Time. Yeah. Oh yeah, there wasn't anything. It really, that, did. that was the conflict. Everything we went over was the content of this episode. There's nothing new and exciting happening. I really, my my all. my biggest note on it was, oh my god, is this going to be awful and terrible and draining and boring? <laughs> like, is yeah. this just going to be like the it's same shaping up that way? Like. Oh my god, because that'd be a real big strike three. Like, I expected it yeah. to get worse and worse. You know, maybe deal with some addiction or something like that, but now I'm starting to think that it's just going to be bleached and yep. very dull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, speaking well, of, let's talk about POD. Yeah, that's what I was, I was literally going to say that. Crust <laughs> in the wind. Roll the intro here. I close my ears These bands all had a moment And that moment's gone All these songs Pass before their ears to mediocrity Crust in the wind All they are is crust in the wind and we're back with crust in the wind pod edition playable on death uh this is their last album or last actual not uh like greatest hits or re-release album circles was the uh the topic and uh yeah uh let's go ahead and kick things off with the scores uh we'll start with sam what do you think? uh this was the definition of a zero album for me Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Uh, I'm giving it a minus one. Uh, I was very much in the same camp. I think I was bouncing between negative one and zero. I think I will settle on a negative one. Sure. I disliked this album. Sure. But not so much that I hated it. I just didn't care for it. You know, I, the I have, whole time I, oh, oh, I, I'll, I don't have a ton, so I'll say my thing quick. Okay. Uh, the whole time I was listening to this album, I was thinking of the Limp Biscuit album we just listened to. Yes. Me too. Yes. That's same. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Exactly the and same. And it's like, like, where, how did they go so wrong? They were <laughs> so close. So like, if as a band, like POD was cashing in hard on like the, the rap rock, trend, you know, early 2000s or whatever, that's fine. And if you're going to keep making music, that's fine too. But you need to either, you can't like middle of the road it. You need to either like totally change and do new shit. Or you have to go full Limp Bizkit and like do your old shit, crank it up to 11 and like not even care. Like you like be self-aware. And it's like, it's like the Limp Bizkit album if it wasn't self-aware. If they were just like chugging along. It's, it's, it's lame. It's not. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just super like disappointing and lame. I um. I want to play a game. This is <laughs> okay. a new game. Um, and I think this album is a great way to start it. Um, what do you think the single from this album was? And I wanted to look it up, but oh I didn't want God. to because every song is, is pretty boring and it's the same. And I just want to. I, I think this will be fun. Is what do you think? What's the standout song? What do you think was their single? Their first okay. single from it. I'm gonna I'm gonna frame this in a, a specific way. I I don't know the answer to this question. First of all, I've never looked it up, and I don't care to know. But Pod Christian band, Christian rap rock band. I'm gonna say "Fly Away" was their single. Cool. Okay. okay, I'm gonna say. Mm, I'm gonna say. Always Southern California. Awesome. Cause so we all have different answers. I think it was dreaming. Okay. Um, so let's find out. Okay. I have been so for, for background, I've been wanting to look this up for forever. All right. I think you have a good guess, uh, Corey, because I was kind of between the two. Uh POD circles singles. Oh, rockin' with the best. That's really? the single. Okay. The, title, the, the, the first, first track single. on the album. Oh, no, oh never mind. God. This is just literally... I'm sorry. This is just actually the order of the songs on the album. I'm sorry. Uh, how do you find out this information? Oh, uh, it was listening to the listening for the silence was the single. Oh, was it? Wh- so it's none of the really? ones we get. Which one was that again? I gotta go back I don't to even it. remember that one. Wow. That's pretty much every song on this album. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay. I'm listening to it now. It's it's like an AI wrote a POD song. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my thoughts on this are I don't think that they're really too interested in really writing anything too outstanding. <laughs> yeah. Um I honestly Clearly. think I think POD in its roots is kind of a jam band. And yep. I think that they wanted to do a tour. And so they're like, Well, we gotta throw some tracks. We gotta we gotta create an album. I don't think they really cared. Uh, yep. I could tell that they had fun playing their instruments. That's why I say like they're a jam band. Like it's not like they put zero effort into it. Yeah, I would say they put zero effort into their lyrics. Um, oh, yeah, less I, than zero. I, I think that every <laughs> I think every song here is a first draft lyrically. I don't think they put yep. anything into it at all. Um, and I think to that end, and this is why I got a zero. 
you know, I don't think they swung for the fences, and I don't think they were trying to. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? I think that they just, let's put on albums so we could go on a tour. And to that end, they did it. There's some interesting stuff happening. There's some fucky stuff happening every once in a while. I listened to this over a week ago, so I'm not going to remember what it was. But, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But the- to me, entirely listening to this album, I re-listened to it today before we recorded here. And it's, it, uh, it seems like an album written for a crowd. Yeah. Like written with the expectation that they're going to play a festival or a concert. It's not written to be a thing that stands on its own that you appreciate years down the road. It's like exclusively, it's a combination of that and throwing stuff at the wall to see if it sticks because mm-hmm. there's there's many different they tried a lot of different things on this album and none of them really land and like there's there's like chorus and stuff that aren't even cohesive with the music they're playing <laughs> yeah no that's like I they sing and it's it does not like it 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 sounds like two different bands recording two separate things and they just merged it together in some tracks it's i, I it's i have not listened to anything that's that incohesive in a while and uh uh, the lyrics like they on most of the songs it sounds like they started with one word literally yeah mm-hmm. and then they wrote they wrote everything else around it like always southern california one of their most listened to songs on this album is very much that where it's like oh it's uh, southern california it's, it's like nice because it's always it's always nice there so that's how my brain is and then the, that's the song <laughs> and then circles and uh, uh, dreaming and Domino—they're all the same thing. Oh, Domino is insufferable. Do- Every song Domino been like was Domino. painful. Yeah. Yeah. Domino was awful. That was the ballad, right? <gasps> no, that's the one where I don't, genuinely. I'm I'm probably slaughtering it, but it's like line it up like a Domino, Domino, Domino. Oh domino. yeah, that's, a, that's another thing I want to bring remember. up. <laughs> There's a couple of moments where they go like. They try to be reggae on the song. Yeah, there's. It, I can think of at least a couple. There's a couple of spots where it's like very Jamaican sounding. Yeah, and I'm about ninety five percent sure it's just somebody in the band who is <laughs> as far away from Jamaican as possible doing that accent and voice. Yep, and it's uh, maybe it's just today's climate, but that's just like what? <laughs> what are you doing? And there's. Ugh, there's there's just so much to hate actually i almost want to lower it to a negative two at this point but uh uh what was i gonna say oh, i don't remember it's just my, my it's, only my final good. thought on it is that i really like i have like a a fetish um yeah it's it's like a straight up sexual arousal mechanism for any of these albums that came out before COVID-19, like right before COVID-19, that are like, man, I hope the world gets better. Because <laughs> it's just like, oh my God, you have no idea what's coming. You're about to get hit by a train, my friends. Like, especially the recording industry, because like they all got screwed with COVID-19 and lost oh, yeah. like most of their money for touring. And I just, I love the idea that like in 2018, they were like, maybe tomorrow will be better. And then, you know, they mm-hmm. lost all of their income. That's <laughs> like this sucks, and the, oh, the uh, another thing that they 
there's like a line where it's like, you ain't from my hood. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. I forgive that. P.O.D.'s always been like that, though. P.O.D. always had that semi-like thug I, street But it's like, thing, especially you know? like, so out of touch now. But that's the kind of line you could have dropped if they were doing crazy, crank it up to 11, Limp Bizkit shit. You can say something yeah. like that, and it's fine. But if yeah. you don't, like, that's the kind of thing where if you don't commit and you're just doing boring shit, like, you, it sounds so lame. You know, I just yeah. realized how you define, it, it's literally youth pastor music. It is. <laughs> it is. It's, it's literally like, that is what you oh, say at the youth group in the back of the hall. You Rage Against the Machine? Yeah. Well, P.O.D. rocks pretty hard. You ain't True. from my hood. <laughs> but you know whose hood we are all in? The G-Dog unit. God. Yeah. The Lord and Savior Jesus Christ's unit. You ever you been know what I'm saying? dreaming of Southern California? Because that's heaven, dog. Uh... Like, it was it was really inoffensive to me. It passed by really quick. I uh, This is another one of those albums where it just was so uninteresting that I had to remind myself that I was listening to it for content. Because, like, again, I listened to it at the gym. And, like, three songs would pass, and I'd realize that I hadn't heard, like, any of it. Um, yeah. Background noise. Yeah. Um. So, because of that, I do want to recommend an album that I've been enjoying. Uh, this is another P-O-D, band. the first one. <laughs> This is another band from kind of the same time, and they just put out a new album, too. And it's uh, Billy Talent, and they just put out the album Crisis of Faith. Oh, I love Billy Talent. Yeah. uh, Their new album, Crisis of Faith, it's just a good rock album. And I listened to it as a palate cleanser right after P.O.D., and it's like a study in how to make songs and rock more interesting than just Mm. the bland stuff that P.O.D. does. Um, Was uh, Billy Talent in Rise Against? Am I remembering that correctly? Because he has no. a very distinct it, Billy, voice. Yeah, Billy Talent has a very distinct voice. He might have been, and I didn't know it. Um, but they've been a band for a very long time. Early thousands. Um, and they definitely have a very unique voice. That was kind of how they stood up. But I don't, I don't think that they were cannibalized from another band. I just know that they're from Canada. Mm. Okay. Okay. Let me look this up real quick. Yeah, I'd be curious. That'd be super. That'd be crazy. Cause that's, cause he has that like almost old person voice. You know what I mean? Like it's uh... mm, I think you're probably not thinking of Billy Talent. Who am I thinking of? Because Billy Talent does not have a, a old man voice. Okay. And Billy Talent um, isn't the name of one single member. It's the name of the whole band. Right. Okay. So. And he sings like this. Like I don't know. I can't do it. He has a very distinct voice, but it's definitely not old man. It's more angsty. All right. <clears throat> trying to figure this out because I thought I remember hearing it on a burnout soundtrack or something like that. Da, 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 da. I'll fill the air with another recommendation. Watch the show All Yellow right. Jackets. Okay. Yellow Jackets. I don't have a lot more to say about it. It's very cool. It's about a... Uh, a uh, 90s soccer team, girl, all-girls soccer team that crashes in the Rocky Mountains. And okay. It's Is this based on a true story thing? Or uh, sure? Apparently, apparently this did happen to like a Mexican soccer team or something like that. Okay. And it might be very loosely based on that, but it's not supposed to be a true story. It's not okay. UWS? It's not the story of the UWS Yellow Jackets? No, but that's, that's uh, <laughs> I mean, they are a soccer team and they are called the Yellow Jackets, but it's very cool. It's, um... It's framed very, very, uh, to try and sell it, it's not like a straight narrative told in linear fashion. 
um, it's actually predominantly told in present day as they deal with the trauma and try to recover from everything that happened. And then you get flashbacks to before the incident and then sometime when they were stranded. Okay, and they do, sure. they use it super effectively. To, there's a lot of mysteries. Like you're always looking at like the really macabre and fun part of it is you're always looking at who was on the soccer team and who was on the plane when it crashed and survived. <laughs> okay, yeah. And who's in the present day and still alive. And you're like, well, this person's missing, so you know they're going to die somehow. And it's it's super fun. <laughs> and so it, it becomes a really fun game of like, how did they die? And you're always kind of waiting for it. They kind of play with it, like where something horrible will almost happen. <laughs> and it, it, there's some really chilling reviews. It's, it gets very deep into cult territory because the girls kind of start losing their mind. And start thinking that there's like forest spirits guiding them, and mm-hmm. uh, hell yeah, it's very it's it's a very cool show. I was completely enraptured by it, and I it was one of those ones that I watched it like for the first time since Squid Games. Like I burned through it real quick. I guess while we're recommending TV shows, uh, by the way, uh, uh, Cross the Wind is done. Oh, this is the end. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> um. The Dota anime is pretty good. I didn't like oh, it. Oh yeah, I gotta watch. Is that, that the? Uh, it's really popular. Is that the? Um... It's called Dota Dragon's Blood. Oh no, that's not what I was thinking of. It's on Arcane. Netflix. You might be thinking. Of. Yeah, I was thinking of Arcane. Yep. It was super high. Is that but the it just League of Legends anime? Yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Lamau. <laughs> uh, the Dota ones. It's pretty good. It's not like it's not gonna blow your mind. It's decent. Uh. It just, uh, that served to make me want to rewatch Castlevania, which is a sure. superb, superb That's still on my show. list. It's so good. I've been rewatching it again, and it's it's even better the second time through. The Peacemaker I, TV I really, show is also excellent. Is it? I, I remember it's seeing so trailers funny. for that. It's so funny. I started watching. He was hilarious in that movie. Yeah, it's it's a whole show of that. It's still James Gunn has still created it. It's if you liked that, you will love this. Hmm. I started I watching Ozark. Is that ah. okay? That's on my list. I need to watch. Yeah, that. people have been hyping that up. For, yeah. Um, yeah, is it good? I'm, it ha- to be I'm like- a little bit halfway through season one. It is good. I think I'm like one really good arc away from being total like super super hooked. It's compared like, to Breaking Bad a lot. I haven't seen that yet, but it, but but it's early on. It's it like I said. It's like. They're like one really sick ass subplot away from me being like totally hooked on the show. Yeah, but it is good. Like I'm, I'm not <coughs> saying like you know you need to watch it and tell like it's good or something. Like it is good so far. It's just not like S tier yet. That one is recommended to me a lot, and I've I keep meaning to, and then I always it's like one of those ones where I open Netflix and then I just get distracted by something shiny. But I, yeah, I've been uh-huh. told that it's very good by a lot of like people hype house. Yeah, <laughs> like hype house. <laughs> the greatest show ever made. Oh my god. <laughs> oh lord i think that's about it guys we're yawning yeah yep i uh, yep 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 we, well, uh, what did we oh, i guess I, well before we Go do ahead. that real quick um we recorded a new potentially new series we're gonna see what kind of shakes oh, out yes uh we recorded an episode of due west if you long-term fans remember that we did a pilot for this a long time ago uh it's a it's a it very much the same vein of uh, wax season if you remember that segment it's like a D and D kind of 
improv comedy based thing so uh this will be coming out on tuesday what's the date tuesday the first of february so the following tuesday on the 8th you can accept it expect an episode of that uh you might enjoy it be eager to hear your feedback yeah i think it was good i think it was funny mm-hmm. yeah too. I, it's I definitely it's definitely being made for humor and and fun so i mean yeah, I think I think some of the role playing stuff we do is some of the most interesting stuff we do. The original Duest pilot is one of my favorite things we ever did, just as a group. Like I listen to it, and I still think it's really funny. Um, and I think like if you get sick of us talking about music and how and video games, then I think that this is a good departure from that. Yeah, yeah. So check it out. Um, we'll be continuing that, you know, pretty much indefinitely, unless like. We decide not to. I don't really see why not. We basically just do whatever we want at yeah. this point. And if you don't expect that, like I do, we we like, can't seem to shake the ten like of you that are really committed. You. There's like ten of you that are really committed to this show. And at this point, yeah. like I don't know what we could do. And yeah, we, we appreciate your attention. We could probably start oh, calling them out individually and yeah. berating. Well, I called one of them tiny. Did we get any feedback from that? Did that dude ever say anything? <laughs> he, 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 he did. He did. Oh no! What did he say? Uh, let me see. I gotta get, get it pulled up. <clears throat> Again, not even a small guy. No, <laughs> he's not. I have completely Nick's, average. Nick's size. no sense. He he just texted out of the like I won't say out of the blue because it was you know, uh, but he he texted with no lead up first text of the day. Ha ha! I'm five foot eleven. <laughs> that was the text. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. I the little mailman, you I know who you are. Again. We love you. I'm going to have to see him like at the next Megasode, and I just feel like we're going to be sitting there. You guys are going to go out to smoke, and it's going to be me and him on the couch again. So little, huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm not looking forward to that at all. He's going to start lifting weights, too. He's going to kick my ass. He's going to come in, like, <laughs> juice it up. <laughs> yeah. So, mailman, keep up the good work. We appreciate your, uh, your, li- your listening and your feedback. Love you. I love you. Yeah, we genuinely I love you. Everybody, every, I, I mean, you're all right. Uh, everybody, that, <laughs> everybody that listens to this, we do appreciate you. Um, we, we really like, we joke around a lot, but I can promise that we try to make something entertaining for you. And we can only know if we're doing it yet if you give us feedback, which we don't get it's a whole true. bunch of. It's uh, true. My uh, my former boss just finished the second season of this show, and he was like, "Wait, you guys are canceling the the music book club?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, we did a music book club." <laughs> yeah, where we recommended songs and, and albums for each other. So, uh, you know, in a year and a half, when you get here, former boss, you know who you are. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Do you really think he'll binge listen all the way to season seven? He's been I doing it. I've, He's Evidently. been doing it, and he's been talking about it too. So that would, we'll that see. Would, I, I genuinely he think told that me having, explicitly, please keep making episodes. So we're only doing this for you now. I genuinely point. think that having to binge listen to this entire thing would be my hell. Like from the <laughs> very beginning, it would be madness. It's the closest be, thing you can get to the mouth of madness. That's true. Yeah, staring. I'm uh, curious about if you ever talk to him, and if he is really like just binging through these, which oh, I do not recommend it. <laughs> if he is. Ask him how often we repeat stories and jokes. Because I've always wanted uh, to know. Yes. I've always it's wanted to, to remember. Know. I used to like, listen to podcasts there are times where they repeat go. stories and they're all like, I don't think I've told this one before. And you're like, yes, you have. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Zach, but, but, so but for them the it was, track. but for them it was three years ago, and for you it yeah. was seven weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach Braff talks about Alf a lot on his. I stopped listening to it, but used to talk about it a lot on his podcast, and he would tell like the same joke every time. And I'd be like, "What a loser!" But now I, I seriously like. I wonder how often like I tell the exact same joke in the exact same way. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what I said last week. Who knows? Right. Oh. Boy, well, what, well, what, what, did we what, learn? What, 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 what did we learn today? I already have one, so I'll go. Ooh, you go. All right. I learned that Bang Energy is apparently so bad that you can't even pay people millions of dollars to drink it on camera. That's the only explanation. I like Bang. I'm not even gonna pretend like I don't. Never tried it. I don't know. 300 milligrams of caffeine, baby, gets me through that midday lull, so I can pass out on the couch when I get home. Hell yeah. What did you learn today, Tom? Oh, jeez. Uh, what did we talk about again? <laughs> uh, I learned that the show Yellow Jackets is not about the University of Wisconsin Superior Yellow Jackets. I learned that we solve a lot of the world's problems if women just got burned on top of their husbands when they died on a pyre. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Wait, did we talk about that here, or was that before? I hope that it was on the episode. We'll, we'll find, find out. out. <laughs> if it didn't make sense, then it was from a conversation between recording. <laughs> you, can't, you can't expect me to keep that kind of inventory. It's probably Ooh. from a text I did with Jack this morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, oh, bye, everybody. See yeah, ya. Thanks, everybody. Oh, wait, remember the <laughs> sign-off, Tom. Oh, yeah. Stay hard, America. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye.